Oh, all right. Previously on the Bullshit Podcast. I am so sick of the fucking woods. Tom, you know this would be so much easier if you would start explaining these stupid-ass rules to us? Nathan, we don't have time for that. The soccer goalie is only going to be distracted for a few more minutes, so we need to keep moving. At this point, I think I'm okay with dying. That type of attitude will get you killed, Dre. That's the rules. Got you, you bastard. God damn it, Tom. Why are you eating a live squirrel? Ah, who the fuck are you? Back up, Dre. It's one of those creepy little girls from Elm Street. What? I'm not a girl. Tom, would you have stopped with the knife already? I'm not risking Not again. Stab her. Stab that little fucker. Tom, no. Tom, stop. That's Whisk's nephew. Marcus? Wait, what? Who's Marcus? What? I'm a boy. Great. Now we're all wanted for murder. Again. Just get in the damn tree with the cross on it. Tom, did you just kill my fucking nephew? What's done is done. Get into the damn tree. This one should be safe. Thank God. Out of the way. I'm getting the fuck out of these woods. I'm sorry, Freezing. Oh my god. That judge is strangling a fucking little girl. It's a priest, you idiot! Should we, like, intervene? Stop using big words, Dre! We need a way out of here! Yeah, guys, I'm not gonna lie, this is really uncomfortable watching that priest beat the shit out of a little girl. Seriously, the Catholic Church does not know when to quit. God, he's just begging for it. Well, I mean, maybe she was begging for it. Tom! <laughs> that is so inappropriate! Blah, blah, blah. Shut up, you T Rex! What does that even mean? Oh, you'll see. This is for Spotlight! Oh my god, Whisk! You, dude, you just killed a priest! I, I don't know what came over me. It was like something else was controlling me. Follow me, assholes! We have to keep moving! Oh, shit! He's back! Hey, Drake, must go faster! Must go faster! I'm going as fast as I can, you dick! It's because you have tiny short arms, you T-Rex! Guys, I don't feel that way. Worry about that. Wait, 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 bullshit wait, 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 Halloween to you. <laughs> oh, happy Halloween. Oh, you got like Jerry Ranchers? <laughs> oh, yeah, Jamie Ring Curtis, yeah. <laughs> Jamie Ring Curtis. Oh, don't go in the house. Jamie, nah, Jamie Ring. Jamie Ring. Jamie Ring Spears is in Halloween. Jamie Ring Curtis. She's slightly white uh, trashier than uh, Jamie Lee uh, Curtis. I, yeah, I'm going to cut you guys off real quick. One, I was going to sing. But I'm kind of shaking right now. I don't know if you could hear it in my voice. Why are you shaking? Were, who, you, sh- were you shake waiting? Who, who's Marcus? <laughs> he's our he's our guest. He just he just spoke. We told you about this back in season one, and I believe you got a reminder the past two weeks. 
He's our guest. That's not. Can he hear him? Tom, it did you think like... it was just a voice in your head? Yeah. No, I, I thought it was like Dre's little sister talking. <laughs> Dang, that hurts. <laughs> no, my little sister's voice is a little deeper than that. <laughs> she's got a little then more testosterone. Then, Tom? I, a little, okay. She's a little huskier. <laughs> Welcome husky. to the Bullshit Podcast, everyone. Yay. Uh, we, up to our north, we have Nate, hey. Whisk, and Dre. Hmm. And Hello. Marcus. And Marcus. Don't forget Marcus, Tom. All right, go ahead. Take it away, Nate, so we can get to the news. <laughs> Damn. Are you jealous, Tom? He's cranky. Are you upset that Marcus is here? No, it's not a jealousy thing. I just, I we did talk about this season one that, oh, hey, maybe Whisker's cousin is coming on or something. His nephew. <laughs> Close. I think you may have told me that this little kid was going to be joining us, but you didn't. <laughs> Tell me. Should we, would you like us to kindly ask him to leave and just not record with us tonight? Would that make you happy? No, I just don't like to be blindsided. Within a 15-minute gap? <laughs> was No, what, it's not 15. Whatever. Was the two-month two no. window that we uh, informed you of this? Is that better no, than that's No, that's ridiculous. That's like saying, oh, hey, guys, I'm going to you know lose a bunch of weight, and then in t- two months later, you expect that person to be smaller, but well, they're fatter. I, you kind of would expect that, Tom. Whatever. Go ahead. Are you comparing my nephew to belly fat, can, okay, we just, can we just call you Berry Fat? Can that be your new <laughs> berry nickname? Fat. Berry Fat. Yeah, berry Fat. You know what? Before anyone Excuse makes me? any jokes, how about I just say this? No, I do not eat dog. I don't want to hear any of those jokes. About <laughs> <laughs> eating dog? Yeah, or cat. That's not or what Bulgogi is. Why would you eat dog? Because <laughs> you live do. in America. We don't eat dogs here. Yeah, so but it's, he's talking about no eating cur- or eating cat or dog jokes because he's heard them all. Because he's Korean. Like you eat the joke, or it's a joke about oh actually God. eating the moving animal. Moving on, moving on. <laughs> Where's Tom at? Is he podcasting tonight? Tom. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> you in a bad mood tonight, buddy? You okay? Uncharacteristically quiet. Yeah. He said Marcus. Yeah, Marcus. How old are you, buddy? I'm 14. I thought you were 13. Okay, so what do you want to turn for? Get older. Uh, two completely different things. Yeah. If I can be okay. honest with you. Yeah. No. No. Honestly, buddy, like you're 14 years old. No one cares about your boring ass life. What you need to do. <laughs> If you want to get famous Dick. is pick a hobby, grab a book, go do that hobby, then come back and talk to me, and I'll tell you what it takes to become famous. But no, you're going to tell here's, 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 what it means to be famous. Here's, a, famous. here's, a, here's a future flash for you. He's a big player you, in the farm circle. He's the most famous you, you, beekeeper you, you, there is. You're not going to ever code the next killer app. You're never going to be making make a baller video game. But he's a teenager and he's Asian. Isn't that like the perfect combination? Yes. <laughs> Create an app. They're running oh the world, or to play a video game, dude. You're doing it wrong. This what is this yeah, is good I advice. A, I want I you to give advice. my nephew life advice. What I, should he do? Oh, are you asking me? Oh yeah. Well yeah, you're the one oh, getting yeah. on your soapbox. Grumpy no, I old just, bastard. I, don't, I honestly don't care enough about the kid. <laughs> so, we can continue. Are you jealous? Are you jealous that we invited Marcus onto the no, podcast? No, it's not a jealousy thing. I'm, I'm irritated seems, that... It seems like I'm irritated a little bit of jealousy. The, this isn't the first time that something's been brought to my attention within a minute and I have to <laughs> scramble. What? I just scramble my whole intro because now I'm, I'm flustered. I I didn't expect a at least we know how to fluster Tom tonight. from now on. Yeah, just just bring me, just bring just, little kids around. Oh, yeah. we got to yeah, just tell them things two months in advance and then remind them a few times and he'll get flustered. Oh. So cool. Well, now that uh, we all found out how big of a dick Tom's going to be tonight, um, before we get into uh, today's show and we get balls deep into some more Halloween, if you love our show and you love our bullshit in the most illegal and inappropriate way possible, as always, the best way to show your support is to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. 
or subscribe to our show wherever you listen to other podcasts that I can assure you are 30% worse than our dumbass show. Before we get into this week's Halloween-themed episode, let's throw it over to Mr. Whisker and find out what beer he's drinking tonight. Okay, okay. So thanks to Psycho Stick, as always, for collaborating with us on this short segment. Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! And some beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! Let's go drink some beer! This week was a bit rough to match a beer with the main show segment. I had a beer in mind, but I wasn't going to take a four and a half hour round trip to Lame. go get the beer. Yeah, nobody's that important. Way to give it your best effort. Nobody's that important. So anyway, with that being said, I'd like to quote Wes Craven, who inspired this week's beer. The first monster you have to scare the audience with is yourself. So with that being said, our beer this week comes from the people at Goose Island Brewing Company in Chicago, Illinois. Chicago. Chicago. And it's their natural villain. Oh. I thought you were going to say natural woman. No, no, no. <laughs> is that a song? It is. Yeah, it is. Sometimes you Tom make me feel like Tom could probably sing it for you. Do you know the words a natural woman, Tom? I would if Marcus was around. <laughs> I was, 14, not four. Come on. I was hoping, not that bad. I was hoping he was going to sing American Woman. <laughs> By Steppenwolf. Natural just, Woman! Natural my woman. favorite Lenny Kravitz song. Natural Come and woman. drink my beer. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Coming in at 4.7% ABV and 20 IBUs, this garage style lager is more bark than bite. So it's brewed with Holotow and Saz hops. It's light bodied lager, has a kind of a straw color tint to it, and has like a bready taste. Mm-hmm. So, well, it's very light bodied. Is it yeasty? Semi, yeah. No, well, not yeasty. I wouldn't say yeasty, but is it's there just, dough moisturizers in it? Of course, always. I don't get down on dough moisturizers. So, I'm just, I'm personally not a big fan of it. I'm not a, a lager guy. Um, so you brought a beer that we're gonna hate. Awesome. Yeah, it's okay. It's where the segment takes me. Sorry. <laughs> kind of mm. tastes like an amped up Miller Lite. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a lager. That's what it is. So. This better be good, or I'm in, my reaction to this beer is going to be Tom's reaction to Mark. Are you going to give me a pumpkin beer or what? What's going on, man? We have another week. <laughs> we have one more week, and then we can get past all the Halloween stuff. So yeah, Dre, Dre already got her basic episode, so don't listen to her. Yeah. So I gave it a I gave it a two out of five. It's it's fine. It's it's whatever. I've had worse, but I've had way better. So but yeah, there it is. Drink at your own risk. You. All right. All right. I, I guess. Thank you. Yeah. All right, guys, our uh, month of horror continues here in the Bullshit Podcast. We have covered a lot of ground so far with the illegal-sounding, but not actually illegal, kitty horror. And then last week, we paid proper homage to the best practical effects in horror movies. So today, we are going to be discussing the badasses responsible for these badass movies as we dive balls deep into horror directors. And they might actually be into it. Yay! We are also going to blow your minds like Tom blows himself as we share <laughs> our bullshit movie transports. Then we False. are going. Oh, okay. And then we are going <laughs> to see like if Tom and Dre tried. watch the icky. I mean, it's not like anyone hasn't tried, but I'm just saying I can't reach. I'm. Well, I've got a fat gut in front of me. <laughs> well, you just need to commit. Just remove the rib and commit. Yoga. No, you don't need to. Be, that's what I'm telling you. Though. We'll continue. I'll, I'll bring this up. You bring this up. Remind me. I'll tell you. Yoga. Yeah. We'll talk about blowing ourselves in a little bit. Uh, we're also going to check in with Tom and Dre and see if they watch the icky, gooey, gore masterpiece Hellraiser, as well as see if Tom can chip away a little bit more at Dre's 12 
to seven lead with the Hellraiser quiz show. And then finally, we are going to bring all this nonsense to a close and introduce Marcus to manhood with some bullshit games as we play Fatality. So that's what we got going on today. Let's get into the news. All right. So this past week, we had one of those conversations in the group text where we start wondering what happened to certain celebrities that seem to have dropped off of planet Earth. No one really misses them and no one really cares. But, you know, sometimes we just get a little bit curious about what the hell happened to them. And the celebrity of our discussion this past week was the one and only the one man that nobody on planet Earth misses, Mr. Dane Cook. Ugh. Yes, he is the washed-up <laughs> stand-up comic most associated with douchebags. But, for some reason, Tom very passionately thinks and believes that Mr. Cook is primed and ready for a massive comeback, despite a complete lack of evidence to back up this just batshit crazy claim. So, Tom, why do you think Dane Cook is getting ready to make a comeback? Marcus, do you know who Dane Cook is? No clue. <laughs> you don't know good. Who? Yes. Good. Good for you. That's a good answer. Seems I mean, about right. I'm happy. I'm happy with for you. a name like that, I don't think I want to know that person. Yeah. But. Good for you. Keep it. Let's okay. keep it that way. Oh, I say, yeah, hold on. First, first, <laughs> first off, Cook? bullshit. Bullshit. Don't tell chef? me you hadn't listened back in 2006 to any one of his stand-ups and laughed your ass off. I'm calling bullshit Oh, for sure. No, for sure. I'm crying like a babbling brook. When he like, fr- his, fir- his first his first you're stand- stupid like your father. His first stand up on Comedy Central when he did the alien impression. Okay, was so so don't, so don't be yeah. coming at coming out here like you you've been so cool that you never liked him because that's what you're sounding like. Whisker is a little does, too cool for school. Doesn't mean he's not a fucking douchebag now. You don't even know anything about him now, do about, you? I've seen some of the movies that he's done. He hasn't in the done last a movie. Decade, a, so yeah, I do know a little bit about. Was like employee of the month. So you're 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 talking about a movie that's over. 13 and he was old. in Good Luck Chuck, and oh, he was in another movie, movie with... Waiting. Uh, okay. He was in Waiting. That's, uh, so, so that's, okay, Waiting so that's was really funny, though. So, so that's really good to really know. Anyone, yeah, anyone but I was out the server, so... There, uh, if, you, if you haven't <laughs> talked to Whisker in over 10 years, or he hasn't seen you in over 10 years, he's going to think you're a complete <laughs> asshole. <laughs> if you like Dan Cook, yeah. I feel Absolutely. like he, Dan Cook needs to like monitor his salt levels. He just looks like a bloated. <laughs> he does. He looks like he's got work corpse. done. He looks like a wax museum interpretation of Dan Cook. Of Dan Cook, yeah. exactly. He went some like fucking major uh, like lawsuit issue with like his brother-in-law or something, and was, stealing like, jokes. Yeah, little that too. Well, but his brother-in-law was like his agent or some shit, and was like stealing money from him or something like that. I don't know, something like that. Guess what? I still I don't bad. care. So, so Tom, like, why is Dan so Cook Marcus, making a essentially, comeback? Then? He's like, I'm trying. I'm trying to get to your age Who? group. Um, um, he's like no, he's like he's like a, a, a David Dobrik. Do you, you know who David Dobrik is? Hey right? guys, welcome back to my second channel. I'm gonna give away okay. the car. Yes, oh yes, okay. So so how he is so how Over David is so popular with your well, okay. teen group right now? That was what Dane Cook was prior to internet and everything for us. So so True. it's it's as True. if David yeah. Dobrik disappeared for ten years and you'd be talking a bunch of shit about him. You'd be just like your uncle. But Tom, so why is he I'm making a comeback or why is he primed for one? Because <laughs> That's what I, want to know. I just had this had, I had this gut feeling a few months ago. I was just like, Man, I haven't you know, I haven't thought about Dane Cook for a while and then I just went back and revisited a bunch of his movies and a bunch of his stand up. I was like, Man, this guy really had it going. And then all of a sudden Tom, was your dick in your hand when this was happening? <laughs> Man, Dre with the dick jokes again, two weeks in a row. Yeah, she's not getting any at home, apparently. So, 
burn. <laughs> well, you want to bring up the dick jokes? Let's go, baby. <laughs> the uh, so so essentially, like the last the last Grumpy the last Tom. like three weeks. Everything on YouTube has been popping up like Dane Cook. He's been on a bunch of late those late night shows and I don't know, man. I just feel like that's I I feel like my gut feeling is now leading me to we might see this resurgence of Dane Cook. And I listened to some of his recent comedy and it's matured. And I think the three of you adults there would appreciate it because it's now more in line with our humor things that we can relate to. Like, but what a, constitutes a comeback? Is it a major motion picture, a starring role, a new oh, he's stand-up on, he's, comedy he's tour? He's got a new comedy tour uh, happening right now. Apparently he's selling... He, apparently I haven't even heard about it. It must be it huge. Too. Uh, and it's... Yeah, it's... Really? People are saying it's some of the funniest shit they've heard from him in a long time. It better be funny because that's a lot of pressure to disappear for 10 years and then all of a sudden Unless you're have a comedy well, tour. Well, yeah, all I the, mean, all Chappelle's the, on another all level. All of a sudden, True. like Nate said in the text group, all of a sudden coming back wearing a mask of yourself. <laughs> he does have a sodium what? problem. He is his, his he does. He, he did a It's 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 scary. It's quite his, scary. His face is very scary, but I didn't realize he's 50 years old too. Yeah. Yeah, he's old. He looks like he's inflating a little bit more each day. All right, he's guys. in a space movie called 400 Days. Holy Has shit. Anyone Still don't heard care. of that? So, in the spirit of Halloween, the gang, well, we kind of get a little kinky and a little ridiculous in the group text. And this past week, Tom and Dre started clamoring and coming up with ideas for a <laughs> hypersexualized, brutally violent, live-action Adam's Family reboot. Oh, I'd be down for this. Complete with yes. full-on nudity between Gomez and Morticia, hyper-violence with Uncle Fester, and most likely something inappropriate and illegal with Wednesday. And the interspecies breeding with Thing and any girl that he's oh, with. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. With yes, Thing yes. and his wife. Oh, oh, of course. So, can you two idiots break down how this movie gets made and maybe give us like a sample plot synopsis? Well, it would star Dane Cook. <laughs> yeah. and As Thing. <laughs> As Thing. Can you just be like the person that dies in the beginning? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wait, what's, what species is thing? A hand. Well, isn't he is a Dane hand? Cook thing? Or he's a, oh, hand. a hand. He's a he's, hand. His species is human. What species? What's the thing with all Wait, the long hair? Oh yeah, what's the thing? That's with... cousin it. What's no, the that's cousin thing? it. Oh, that is thing. Yeah. No, that's oh, cousin, cousin it. it. Oh, yeah. Cousin yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cousin it. Come on. Come on. God damn it. All right, hey guys, can I can I ask you a serious question and don't judge me? But do you think Gomez or Uncle Fester ever used thing? You know to. Of course. Get themselves off <laughs> just to feel like it's somebody else's hand. I feel like, Tom, this is more in your are- arena. Oh, come on. Thing would join Morticia and Gomez any chance they would allow him, which was pretty much every single I'm gonna time. I'm going to have to agree oh, with Tom. On. Can you imagine where his fingers have been? Everywhere. <laughs> That's why he's always tapping the finger because yeah. he's, and he's it's part great, of the soft Whenever mouth. someone he's calls waiting. attention to it, he can just be like, dude, I just, I'm literally walking around on the ground all the time. That's why my fingers <laughs> Yeah, It's <laughs> true. Think about how many diseases are inside of Morticia because of Thing, just from him walking around on the ground and the street and the sidewalk. Is and... this what this show has come to? Is this what we're talking about? I don't know. These are real questions I want answers to. <laughs> Inquiring thing. minds want to know. <laughs> we kind of touched on this. I don't know. It was in the early, early episodes of season one. Uh, this this topic did kind of get brought up, like how an R-rated version would be awesome. So how hard are you going to get with this? Well, no, nope. Like, like no, full-on, I don't like, see, hardcore I don't sex see, like, and hyperviolence or anything. But I think like the movie's already well, like you can't that's... see that in R anyways. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
You ask so hard. We can get it Just on like really hub. dark, though. Absolutely. Like, yeah. it, they have to do a live action, re- not live action, they have to remake it R and dark and twisted. I mean, Wednesday I mean, and Wednesday and Pugsley are just, fucking terrible p- kids, and I think I'd like them to push the boundaries of that. I mean, yeah. Like, have them do a school well, shooting or something. Oh, my, oh my God, Nate. Dude, <laughs> you that's said crazy. dark. I was just going to say, Marcus, what what are some of your fears as a, as a kid the age of Pugsley or Wednesday? Like, what are some scary things that scare a 13-year-old boy? 14. And being 14. People calling him 13 when he's actually 14. Yeah, Tom, you ageist. Don't call me a girl. I'm a boy. <laughs> I'm a real boy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, but what do you think? Like, what are some things that scare you? Well, what what scares you, Honestly, Marcus? I hate spiders. So you go to school, like, <laughs> afraid of a spider? That's pretty much, that's pretty much standard. <laughs> It just like comes down from the ceiling while you're taking a test. <laughs> now that's or a hell of a way to do a school shooting. Flies. Just release spiders instead of bullets. Oh, there scare you go. Scare the shit out of Marcus. Yeah. Do you know how much time that would take? <laughs> Where are you going to find probably... Open up a trench coat like in the Matrix. Spiders <laughs> All come the spiders out. come out. <laughs> they come pouring out of the lockers. <laughs> I have chills thinking about that. <laughs> do you guys have drills for spiders there? Like like active spider drills. <laughs> Do you have shooting drills? <laughs> no, but active spider drills. You know, lock the door. Get behind the it. The only shooting we, the only active shooting drills that drill. we ever have. Oh my god. That's a big one. Turn the desk over. Turn the desk over. They can't climb it. That's a brown recluse. <laughs> god, if I saw a black, if I saw a black widow, I'd be the Flash. I'd be out. But no, that's terrifying. Uh, but like Scarlett Johansson or the Spider. So I imagine if you saw Scarlett Joe, you'd probably want to. He would, yeah, he would. He wouldn't mind her doing a little uh, leg wrap around his head. You can even bring Thing with you and go to town. I I would watch that movie with a thirteen-year-old Marcus. (laughs) The Thing and Black Widow, Scarlett Blowhanson. Uh, I'm 14, guys. Come on, man. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not letting you finish. I honestly don't care. I'm trying to encourage you to finish like, on this card. Neither, neither does his I mom when she now. doesn't knock on the door. <laughs> Hi, Rachel. Oh, I'm, I'm Hi, just going to excuse Hi, myself for the next 15 minutes, yeah. please. Hi, mom. If you're listening to this, please don't get mad. It wasn't Dre me. has two little boys of herself. I her too. She's yet to discover this. This is killing me. <laughs> She's yet to discover the crunchy towels. I'm not, crunchy I'm not looking towels. forward to that. When they ask you to go to Target and pick them up some Avino, it's not for ashy skin. Oh, my God. So. Crunchy towels. That's the name of my next band. Crunchy, crunchy towels. Crunchy towels. What was your first band? Sounds like name? a new Doritos flavor. Uh, post-coitus regret. <laughs> What's the name of my other band? Yeah. But now Crunchy Towels is my new emo band. My new emo crunchy band. Crunchy Towels sounds like a menu at like a Chinese restaurant. Sure, <laughs> Crunchy Towers. No, you it's more at the um, sweet and spicy towel. <laughs> the massages place. You want the Crunchy Towel to go with your foot massage? <laughs> so they're just reusing towels from other customers? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. It's great for exfoliation. Yeah. We have sweet and sour towel, generous sour towel. Uh, <laughs> Uh, they like uh, shave it like parmesan at your table gross. you took it too fucking <laughs> far Dre Jesus. god damn it Dre you ruin everything take it back a notch calm right, down uh, calm down Dre anybody have any additional news I do I do uh oh I have very quick then go first I have very it's very quick so no. my son is starting to watch cartoons children's cartoons starting to learn and remember when we were kids they would show like the marketing for kids toys to us Back in the day, Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. all that shit. Nerf guns. I saw a commercial. This Yuck. was disturbing. I saw a commercial for a toy that they're marketing to little boys and girls, and it's called a cute Tito. Have you seen this? A cute, what? what? A cute Tito. Cute Tito is how you say cute-tito? it. Like a tuxedo cute-tito. that's cute? No, like a taquito. Oh. Taquito. But 
this is not a joke. I'm going to post a picture of this on Instagram. It's like the sad looking eyes of a dog or a cat, and it's rolled up in a tortilla. This is not uh, a joke. What do they do with it? Oh Just my God. It? I don't know. No, you play with it. It's like a little plush doll. What the hell are you going to do with it? Marcus, do you care to weigh in on this with the dog and cats and tortillas? Hmm. Well, <laughs> if it's from an, let's say if this is from an Asian company, uh, oh, I can understand where they're coming from, but... <laughs> just a dog and a cat wrapped in a tortilla. I saw a dog. It might be other animals, but it's they're like have like these sad eyes. Come on, <laughs> there's a pookie. You though. Oh, poo- okay. Come on, All right. see this is the, this is the thing, Marcus. You're, so, right now, you're you're hitting those little kid jokes. Right now, you're shooting fish in a barrel. You don't talk about the Asians and their dogs and their food fetishes. That's not funny. You got to think outside the box, brother. But I'm Asian, man. <laughs> He's embracing his heritage. All right. So that that's all I had. I just found it very disturbing, and I wanted to so know two what you toys for kids. It's like going it. on my Christmas list. Yeah. Hey kids, no on this. It's disgusting. What do you Perfect. got, Tom? What's your extra news? So I got fat again. <laughs> of course. Oh, Tom. Wait, 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 wait. Don't be so you, hard on yourself. I thought man. you were losing weight. How, that's no, not I, going I was, well. I was losing. I was losing. Oh, I lost like thirty-six pounds. As you guys know, I went on that cruise. So since the cruise, I stopped working out. And I started eating a bunch of food, and I ended up gaining 30 pounds in the last 20 days. <laughs> what? Oh, hey, my don't, God. That's like a at, pound and a half a wait, day. Wait, is fat contagious? It might be. <laughs> look at Did it, you let, contract fat on the cruise? Hey, look at it like it. you lost six pounds. How about that? Because yeah. you said thirty, you said you lost thirty six. I need to do. I think so. So how we're doing this this game? I realize that I get really competitive when there's this gummy bear. That might help you lose weight. So that's what I'm saying. So I think we need to start another competition on here so I can lose weight and don't explode. You don't want to look like Dane Cook. <laughs> so you, I don't I don't want to I don't want to look like Tom wearing a Tom mask. Okay. So you wa- so basically yeah. you want to you want to use the podcast as like an alternative to weight watchers? Yeah, I okay. think so. Okay. I, well, I think you guys are you guys as as assholeish and as much as I hate every single one of you, mm-hmm. I think you're great motivators. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you want us to fat So you shame make you? me try to be a better me. So how can we do this? Yes. I would say you could compete against Whisk or Nate, but they would die if they lost any more weight. Yeah, I already look <laughs> yeah, like Skeletor. Honestly. Yeah, I've gotten a little chunky. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't, and I'm trying to. I'm because you don't have to, buddy. You're good. No, I look like a... No, I can't make that joke. <laughs> you can make whatever joke you want to mm-hmm. make. All you got to do, Marcus, for Halloween this year, just pop your shirt off and you can go as Christian Bale from The Machinist. Ooh. <laughs> there you go. What's nice. that? He's or, like, what's that? <laughs> I'd rather prefer Patrick Bateman from American Psycho, but okay. No? Yeah, well, just run around naked with a chainsaw and hire some prostitutes for the night. He's you too can muscular. I'm going to get this ball rolling. I'm just going to encourage okay. you to go Google bulimia and you'll thank me later. Okay? <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah. I mean, just put like a mouth guard in and get rid of those like stomach acids like from rotting your teeth and you'll be fine. So. Tom, we're just going to have Kate take all of your clothes and we're going to replace them with clothes that are three sizes too small. There you yeah, go. Yeah, I like that. She said all of my clothes. Dre, do you, you realize who I am? I yeah, like your three t-shirts, t-shirts and one <laughs> pair of shorts. <laughs> exactly. Tom owns a pair of cargo it'll shorts be a, and it'll like be a three light package. Planet, Planet Hollywood shirts so I can, from Nashville. Tom, I can actually afford to send them to you. It's only three shirts and a pair of shorts. I think I can swing that. Tom's got 47 bandanas.
bananas and one pair of cargo maybe, shorts. Maybe this is H&M. some of the tips, Trey. You were texting how you wish you were rich. Well, guess what? I don't spend a ton of money on clothes. I literally have three t-shirts and a pair of shorts. I guess that's worth a shot. That's how he gets bath bombs and wine, and that's how we are going to move into our first commercial break to yep. find out what product Chico is trying to get all of you assholes to buy. And then when we come back, we are going to start sharing our favorite horror movie directors. We'll be right back. What's the matter, Greg? You don't like your pasta primavera? It, I mean, it looks delicious. It's, it smells delicious. But but what? I'm just trying to knock off these 26 pounds. And the pasta's just going to make things worse. I, I'll just stick to the salad. <laughs> oh, Greg. You can eat whatever you want and lose weight. But how? Bulimia? Is it bulimia, Rod? <laughs> you don't have to throw up. You just need the tummy tube. From Chico. The tub, 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 what? Are you sick and tired of staring at your disgusting, obese body when you look in the mirror? Do you find yourself passing on delicious food because you no longer want to look like a hideous beast? Well, now you can have your food and eat it too. And watch the pounds melt away with the tummy tube. From Chico, the tummy tube is the only at-home weight loss device that allows you to eat whatever you want, whenever you want. To start, insert the included rubber nourishment hose down your throat until it reaches the base of your stomach. Be sure to lather the tube in Chico's own edible tube lubricant. It's Tubricant. Power on the tummy tube solar-powered food vacuum to create a tight, suction lock and watches your food leaves your body like magic <laughs> and she said wait where's the rest of you I <laughs> <laughs> Send that angel's food cake my way. That's not even the best part, you dum-dums. When the tummy tube completes its food extraction cycle, attach the food preservation unit to our external convection oven. In a matter of minutes, Chico turns your old, chewed-up food into new food. Greg, you look amazing. I mean, we can see your ribcage now, but your teeth are... Rotting? Wait... What? This train never stops a chug-chugging. Order today, and we'll throw in the tummy tube, enamel protection, and whitening mouth guard free of charge. I can't believe you lost 150 pounds. It's amazing. You haven't been this thin since third grade. I feel like a new man, and I owe it all to you guys. It's so good to have our silly Greg back. Thanks, Rod. Thank you, Chico. It's the tummy tube from Chico. Order now. (laughs) Chico. Dude, you should see Marcus play piano. It's it's amazing. I do the art. You should see this Asian person cook Asian food. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I mean. mean Tom, Tom, that's You're a, not all right. wrong. Yeah, good point. All right, good point. guys, we're, we're back. <laughs> good point. All right, we're back. Halloween is officially less than two weeks away, which means it's time for Whisk to start lathering himself up in blood while Tom throws on assless chaps and rolls around in spider webs. Whoa, dude. 
That's huh. what you guys do. That's how you get down on Halloween. We've talked a lot of horror the past couple weeks, and in my opinion, a truly great horror movie is one that is paced well and doesn't fuck around with the cheap scares and poorly executed suspense. Now, we know that all of our listeners out there are retarded, but I can assure you that these tricks and movies are not due to magic. It is because of the excellent directors behind the movies. So today, we are going to be discussing who we think are the best of the best when it comes to horror directors, while Wiss tries to contain his erection in front of his nephew, because that's awkward and has only happened twice before. Wait, what? Oh, sorry. You weren't paying attention in no, texting. I, was... I wanted to make sure you were listening. Yeah. <laughs> talking about your boners in front of your nephew. I'm trying to not listen to you now. All right. So, as always, uh, we're going to have everybody briefly share their honorable mentions and then their top three favorite Horror directors. So, Marcus, you are our guest of honor. Why don't you go first, bud? Ooh. Honorables or yep. give us your honorables and then give us. Your, I can reread your top the three. instructions again, but I just read them 15 seconds ago. Yeah. So, yeah. honorable up to you. Okay, so honorables, your heart. honorables. I have James Wan. He's made a lot of great movies, especially The Conjuring. The Conjuring is most likely the scariest movie I've seen in my life. It's pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. I do like yeah. The Conjuring. It's good flick. Yeah. Conjuring's good. David Lynch. I think he's pretty cool. Eraserhead, some strange stuff. It nice. Good makes for you, buddy. It mm-hmm. makes you think, and I like that. Alfred, Hico- Alfred Hitchcock. Sorry, I almost said cock hitch because I always say that instead That's of Hitchcock. That's fine. We say cock a lot on this show. Yeah. And we say, Knock yourself like up. Nate's favorite and we've word. seen the movie Hitch. Or I should so say cock like, yourself up. Yeah. He's 25% cockatiel, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what does that even yeah. mean? You know what it means. Oh, she's just making up words. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Alfred Hitchcock... I love him a lot. Dre Psych- owns a gun because she likes to cock it. Sorry, go on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock, yeah, he's made Psycho, which basically started the slasher genre. I also really love Rear Window. Um, nice. I don't mm-hmm. hear a lot of people talk that much. I basically hear a lot of people just say Psycho and the Birds. The Birds is not my favorite. It's okay. it's pretty good. You hold your tongue. Oh, <laughs> the Birds scared the shit out of me. It's pretty terrible. Yeah, Nate doesn't like when you talk about any shit about birds at all, ever. <laughs> Why do you think I'm obsessed with birds? Bird, Where did bird, this even bird. start? I don't remember what I said. First off, they're called birds. <laughs> yeah, very true. Yes. Right. I, yeah, sorry. Tom's, so, Tom's no, interrupting we'll you again. We'll explain to you later, Dude, Nate. I <laughs> do I look like a bird? Is that what this is? Do I have no. bird-like tendencies? No. Your bird lineage came up a long time ago, but... <laughs> is it because I we carry a, a pile of seeds around in my pocket and peck them off the table while we cast? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I figured that was it. Fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Marcus. Yeah. Sorry. And the last honorable I'll have is George A. Romeo. Nice. Uh, nice. Romero? Nice. Yeah. Okay. Who oh, you got in your top three? Who's your top three? Uh, thir- uh, number three is Stanley Kubrick. Uh, the nice. Shining is amazing. I rem- I remember Matt had to give me his Blu-ray and the Blu-ray player because we did not have a Blu-ray player for me to see it for sorry, the first sorry, time. Sorry, buddy. Wait, one more interruption. <laughs> you keep saying Matt. Who are you talking about? Whisk. My bad. <laughs> you can call me Matt. You don't no. have to listen to him. That's okay. So Your name's Matt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it only, only yeah. took him seven months to, yeah. to realize that. Yeah. I, hi, hi, Tom. Matt, nice to meet you. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Learn something new every day. Okay. All right. mm-hmm. you, should start, you should start calling him Conlon. Yeah. Connie. Connie. <laughs> I like Connie. All right, Marcus, continue. But yeah, so Whisk gave me the where I play your set. It was great. He also has a lot of great movies that aren't horror that we all know, like Full Metal Jacket, Eyes Wide Shut. There's also uh, one of his older films, Paths of Glory. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Uh, number two, I have Wes Craven. He has Fair enough. numbers nice. of 
classic movies, Nightmare on Elm Street, Scream, uh, Last House on the Left. Even Red Eye was pretty good. One of his last movies. I like that movie. Zoe Murphy. Mm-hmm. Rachel McMuffin. <laughs> yes. It's actually a really good movie. It is. Yeah, I it's like a really Red good suspense movie. You get Mean Girls, and then you get Red Eye. But yeah, a very <laughs> suspenseful movie. It's Who's your number maybe one? Maybe you get Red Eye from the Mean Girls. No, that's called Pink Eye. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they fart on their pillows. Pillow fight. I got toots. Okay. All right. What do you got for number one, buddy? John Carpenter. Nice. Nice. Master. Halloween's my all-time favorite movie. Whisk showed that to me. I knew a little bit before I saw it, but well, that's what they want. And he's made a lot of classics. The Thing, which is also Mm -hmm. my uncle's favorite. favorite. Yep. Amazing. He also did. I even like Christine. There's also They Live, The Ward. Hey Marcus, why don't you yeah. steal some more of my thunder? Yeah. <laughs> he's he's Not just bad. schooling everybody. Yeah, I see that. As an Asian, fourteen year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Tons schooling of everybody classics. in film real quick. It's like horror movie <laughs> autistic. All right, Dre, you're up. What you got? Okay, so for my honorable mentions, I chose these three because. I'm really excited to see what they do for the future of horror films. I don't think they've made enough to land on my top three yet. Um, but I have Jordan Peele, Ari Aster, and Robert Eggers because I think the direction all three of them are going makes me really excited for what's to come in horror movies. Yep. I, I agree with you, but you better hope this ages well. I love Jordan Peele. <laughs> it's like a fine condom. Like yeah, like Dane Cook's career. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it ages well. Dane Cook's face actually looks like a fine condom. <laughs> you know what? It does. That's yeah. a great like a, description. No, never mind. Go. I don't want to talk. Looks about like a Szechuan crusty towel. Just remember, Marcus, that condom joke so, was because is because condoms actually get worse as they age. Basically, the joke's not going <laughs> to age well, Dre. So Dre's list isn't safe. I don't know. Continue. Put that in your back pocket. <laughs> okay. And, and, and don't keep it in your back pocket for too long. That that breaks down the rubber. Words well. of wisdom. He read it in a book. All right, so so for my top three, I I deviated from the norm of like picking just the traditional like greats and picked people that I really enjoy and that I think are great horror directors. Um, so for number three, I have Mike Flanagan. Ooh, I like Flanagan. Um, nice. Because you know, Hush, Gerald's Game, Oculus. I really enjoyed Oculus, it was and okay. then <clears throat> Haunting of Hill House. Even though technically it's not a movie, is still. It's one of my favorite horror shows, but tops some of the horror movies out there. I actually there. put that at number one on my list of top ten horror movies of yeah. 2018, even though I even consider the, it one big movie. Exactly, so. exactly. It might be my favorite season. Well, season one so far. Might be my favorite season of any TV show ever. Yeah. It's brilliant. In general. Yeah. So he's my number three. For my number two, I, I feel like this this may like walk a line, but I have Guillermo del Toro. Um yeah. Pan's Labyrinth, I consider that a horror movie. I, I think he just does really beautiful thrillers, beautiful horror movies. Just about to say Kronos um, and Devil's Backbone. Kronos, oh, yeah. Devil's Backbone. Shape of you, Water, I, I feel like it can kind of be a romantic thriller, and the fact that it won an Oscar is kind of huge for that genre. He did um, a Crimson Peak, too. Crimson, Crimson Peak, Peak, I was going to mention. Um, the plot not necessarily hooked me, but I, I thought the way he used color um, in that movie was great to kind of differentiate the the ghosts and the evil and all of that. Uh, number one, I have Wes Craven. Um, and I chose him because I I think he touched on on different 
pieces of the genre. You know, Last House on the Left, Hills Have Eyes, or that really intense um, violence. Yeah, exploitation, violence. Um, A Nightmare on Elm Street, obviously, is amazing. And and scream and i really like how he uses the distortion of reality to create horror hmm? so that is my list nice awesome thank you i'm actually going to go next uh cool. wisk i'm going to let you and tom anchor it tonight okay i know the, you're very passionate about this one so Not really i'm gonna i'm gonna plow through my honorable mentions super quick so a lot of them have been mentioned i do have james wan i also have george romero james wan yeah i have a uh, takashi Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, uh, I think, auditions one of my. Oh, Marcus! Like you should like him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because he's Japanese. <laughs> Tom just chimes in. Ooh, ooh, an Asian name. Um, I also put Guillermo del Toro on there specifically for Kronos, Devil's Backbone. He's also, um, I, I know this is the directors, but Guillermo del Toro's had a pretty big hand in launching a lot of horror director mm-hmm. careers. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be honest, uh, especially producing Mama, which led mm-hmm. to. Uh, you know, getting and, it. Andy Muschietti. Yep, he got it, it and it chapter two from yep. that. Um, I also put Dario Argento. Um, Dario. Yeah. Uh, Italian horror needs a place on this list. And then I bookended it with David Cronenberg. Uh, I was actually torn Ooh. between him and Lynch, but I think Cronenberg's made some more memorable horror contributions. So body definitely horror, have yep. specific mm-hmm. video. Yeah. Someone says body horror. Crazy. Body horror. They think of. Cronenberg. Oh, I, yeah. I do. Yeah, Cronenberg's and the man. lots of gore, like scanners, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. video drone, just... Yeah. Yep. yep, fly. Oh, yeah. So, top three. Uh, number three, uh, I feel, maybe, I feel kind of bad. Maybe I have him a little bit low, but I do have Wes Craven, and I won't regurgitate too much, because I'm just repeating what you said, Dre, but mm-hmm. I put him in there because he's actually carried one of the bigger influences through many different horror subgenres, mm-hmm. and he did it over a span of decades. So obviously exploitation, like we mentioned, um, Nightmare on Elm Street kind of reinvented the genre again in the 80s. And then even prior to Scream, uh, New Nightmare was actually his first foray into getting super meta yeah. with horror films and yep. making them a critique on themselves. So uh, that actually influenced Kevin on the Woods, to be honest. So mm-hmm. um, definitely have Craven on there. Number two, I have Carpenter, again, for the same reasons as... Uh, Marcus, I would actually say, in my opinion, I think he is one of the ultimate best of all time at evoking mood and atmosphere. Um, just yeah, with the agree. way, just with the cinematography he uses, the score that he creates himself, um, that's what makes Halloween and the thing so effective. Uh, number one, though, uh, this guy just has to be on the list. He is my favorite director of all time. I think he's the best director, period, regardless of conversation, but that's Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock. So I, I would say that he is pretty responsible for the very modern direction that horror is taking, specifically with everybody that Dre mentioned with Aster and Eggers mm-hmm. and Peel, this whole idea of psychological horror where your own imagination and what you can conjure up, Hitchcock drove that decades ago. Uh, Psycho, The Birds, Rear Windows, Strangers on a Train, even Vertigo as elements of that. Freaking love Hitchcock. Um, and you know what? I've Nothing will ever top Psycho. Uh, just that shower scene is a master class. So. A clinic. It is. It is a clinic. But yeah, that is my list. Uh, Whisk, what you got? Uh, just breezing through honorable mentions. Uh, Sam Raimi, Jordan Peele, James Wan, Mike Flanagan, Takashi Miike, again, Toby Hooper, and Ben Wheatley. So they would be my honorable mentions. Wheatley, you, huh? Nice. Ben Wheatley, yeah. Kill, Kill List is... Kill List is awesome. Fucking terrifying. Kill List and um, Field in England, so... Uh, my top three. I mean, it's pretty standard. Hitchcock is my number three. We're a window. Strangers on a train. Psycho. Rope. All classics. Uh, number two is Wes Craven. Nightmare on Elm Street. 
Scream pretty much kept me in horror. Uh, I was like 12 or 13 when I saw that. I think and it was 96 yeah. when the first one came out, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So in that in that area. So great. 12 or 13, so it's my, my probably my it's my favorite right behind the thing. And then Serpent in the Rainbow. Have you ever seen Serpent, Serpent in the, the Rainbow? Rainbow is awesome. I walked in when I was 3, I walked in his bedroom and he was watching Scream. I'm pretty sure it was that or Child's Play was the first horror film I've ever seen. If you consider You're welcome. Scream. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, thank yeah. you. And then my number one is John Carpenter. I mean, Halloween, um, his Apocalypse trilogy of The Thing, Mouth of Madness, and Prince of Darkness. It's a great trilogy. Christine, They Live. I mean, he's done some pretty bad movies as well. Don't get me wrong. The Fog. He's done but, yeah. What? Vampires. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Fucking... The one that's in Mars or whatever, like mutants the, from Mars, or whatever the hell. Ghosts of, Ghost of Mars, Mars. So yeah. Bad. So, I mean, he's got some stinkers, but as a whole, he's got the most that have been. He also more... gave us Big Trouble in Little China and Escape from New York. Dude, he's so. done some. Hello. That's right. And Escape, Escape from LA and New York. I mean, he's awesome. So Carpenter's the king. Sweet. I would agree, of course. Yeah. So, all right, Tom. What? Uh, Unzip Spiel... and bring up the rear, Tom. What Spielberg movies do you want to talk oh. about? What can I say <laughs> that hasn't been said already? First off. I thought this was a stupid topic. Oh, I think thanks, talking bud. about directors is asinine. <laughs> so crabby tonight. Tell us how you it's really quite feel. Boring. No. So I just decided not to do it. <laughs> Bro. But I did choose one director that I think is overlooked a lot in film history. He's not so much known for horror. Well, it's please it's, say Michael Berryman. He doesn't do horror in the sense of what modern horror is. Um, I chose. Uh, Victor Fleming. Wait, who'd you say? Who? Victor, Victor Fleming. Okay. Um, uh, I'm hopping on Google. I'm, I'm, yeah, on. Everyone we, pulls everybody's out their Googling phones. simultaneously. <laughs> we are all... Vic, Victor oh, with yes. a C okay. or a K. Victor? The Wizard, Victor, of, the Wizard of Oz. Oh, got it, got gone, it. Gone with the Wind. Great. Oh, I like that movie. <laughs> hey, man, race relations were scary back then. The Virginian. Then. I mean, the the those, those flying monkeys and, and the witch, she was pretty scary. Right, he had so, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. All right, you I mean, need to elaborate, Tom. Why, why is Victor Fleming on your list? Well, because I think or the only name on your list. one of the most overlooked horror movies of all time. And it was well, it was actually well ahead of its time. Let's just start over. Like, as an adult, you don't see it that way because you see what the, the true story is or the adult version of the story is, which is it's about wanting to leave home. And in the end, you realize that all that really matters in life is family. But as a kid, you see the visuals, mm-hmm. like Dre mentioned, the flying monkeys, the scary witch, the forest that's alive. It has a possessed doll. <laughs> I mean, this movie does have every single aspect I would go of that horror way. that we, we see nowadays. It's got munchkins. <laughs> it has. Little people are terrifying. <laughs> it does. Yeah, absolutely. Leprechauns. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're obsessed with the golden road. No, 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 no. The munchkins are not leprechauns in The Wizard of Oz. Says you. It has an AI robot with an axe. <laughs> the Tin the Man. Tin man. <laughs> it has hybrid monsters. The Cowardly Lion. But he's, he's a but he's a bitch. He's not even scary. He's he doesn't yeah, even he's have not a scary roar. to you. He's You're cute. an adult. No, he's half human. He's okay. called the Cowardly. He's not called the Ferocious Lion. <laughs> the Murderous the, Lion. The Murderous <laughs> the Intimidating Lion. His label is like baby. All right, all right. I want you to have your little ones watch this. They tonight. have. They've watched it many times, and they find it delightful and not scary whatsoever. He was ahead of <laughs> Harry Potter. Did find it has it a witches teleportation with the red shoes. I sing my kids somewhere over the rainbow every night, and they cry themselves to sleep. <laughs> 
<laughs> from, from you singing or because of the movie? Because oh, of the horror movie wow. that it's attached no. to. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have the voice of an angel, Whisk. Suck it, Shut it. Okay. Yeah, about that. <laughs> serenade me. No, don't, don't do that. He says, serenade me. <laughs> Sing to me like your French girls. Uh. All right, so that's your list. Just Great. Victor Fleming. Yeah, he's he's the master. It's like I just didn't fucking do it. Every movie genre <laughs> that we can think of. There sure. is a great quote about the Wizard of Oz, though. I'm trying to remember how it goes. It was like a, a woman, a woman crash lands into a strange land. The first thing she does is kill somebody, and then she teams up with four strangers to murder again, <laughs> which is very it's, true. It's not incorrect. No, yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of murder. What I just said right there. So that is true. Well, I, think, I, I guess think Tom's onto something. Is what I'm trying to say. I guess thank you, Tom, for your your very in depth insight. list. It's called insight. <laughs> I was going to say in depth list, but now now that we have our directors and we've all gotten a chance to blow our loads a few times, like some sort of magical BBC. Uh, it's officially. Wait, it stands for big black. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Like Stands for British television, okay? I thought you meant magical. I don't know if you knew what magical meant. Oh, no, no. It just sprays black, all over whenever it feels like, wherever it wants. Big black cat. Yeah. That's what I was thinking Well, it's of. Halloween. Big black cat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Don't let yeah. it walk Are in front done? of you. Yes. It's okay. bad right. luck. Okay. All right, guys. It's time for Bullshit Movie Transports. <laughs> What's the boogeyman? Do I make you horny, baby? I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. Jesus. Wet. It's time. For bullshit movie transports. All right, so each and every week we take the movies, actors, scenes, plots, or whatever the hell else we decide to talk about, and we create the weirdest, most insane mashups that we can possibly think of. And then we decide to transport them. So this week we are going to take all these badass directors that we just talked about in the most masturbatory way possible, and we are going to get crazy with it. So we have one of two ways that we can transport these horror directors. We can either put them behind the camera for a completely different movie from a completely different genre and then share how this movie became a disaster by having them direct it. Or we can create our own synopsis for an existing movie if they would have directed it. So Dre looks awkward, so she can go first. It's just my face. <laughs> you have an awkward face? I, I did not... Pay attention to the prompt. <laughs> oh, did you pull a Tom, too? Tom, so, you're setting a bad precedent. Yeah. Mine's pretty bad. Whoa, whoa. But hey, hey, ha over half the country voted for it. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> so um, I pretty much just took a movie that I want to see remade and assign a different director to it. So Off I... Off to a good start so far. This is fine. Well, I had Nothing to watch Hellraiser. The instructions, good. I, kind of, yeah. I had to watch Hellraiser, and I really, really want to see it remade by someone like Robert Eggers that could really make it um, much more artsy. Much more artsy, because it, it already had an artsy vibe to me, but much more artsy and just really twisted and terrifying. So. No, I'm surprised that hasn't been remade yet. On that yeah, note. I don't think Being Clyde Barker will allow it. Uh, well, yeah, maybe. Maybe he'll just die. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we well, can only hope. Yeah. Well, that was hilarious, Dre. Thank Great, you. Great, thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks for stopping by. Right, <laughs> uh, Marcus, do you have a transport? Did you do your homework? No, you didn't do one. No, because I, I wasn't told, man. No. You're Asian. You always do your homework. He has actual homework to do, Nate. Okay, <laughs> give him got real He's got to real do. homework. You're doing like junior high calculus instead? Actually, today I got absolutely none. So. That's, what a rub it in, Jerk. Yeah. 
Right. We have homework and you don't. And we're in our fucking thirties. This is cool. Well, you should be glad he's not rubbing it yeah. out on there you. There we go. That's bizarre. God. Crunchy towels. All right, Whisk. Why don't you go next? What you what you got for your transport? Okay. So, uh, brief little intro synopsis. So the year is 1963. Judith Myers bangs it out with her boyfriend while a young Mike Myers waits to murder his sister. As the boyfriend leaves, young Mike Myers picks up a butcher knife along with his Austin Powers mask <laughs> and creeps upstairs. He begins stabbing his sister while screaming things like, Do I make you horny, baby? And oh, <laughs> behave. God. Fifteen years later, Mike escapes Smith's Grove, Smith's Grove Asylum to reign terror in Haddonfield once again with Dr. Evil Loomis in pursuit. <laughs> Will Mike Myers kill again? Will he be able to find his mojo in time for Halloween? Starring Mike Myers as Austin Powers, but is also Mike Myers. Uh, <laughs> so meta of you. Yes. This Halloween, get ready for Michael Powers, International Man of Halloween. I didn't come up with a good title. I didn't come up with a good name. Yeah, we, we were all waiting yeah. with bated breath. We do Michael Myers, International Man of Mystery Halloween. Or International mystery. Man of Murder. No, Ooh, we know. Inter- International Man of Murder. But the word murder is not in Halloween or Austin Powers. The spy who murdered me. Exact. How about International Fine. Power Murderer? International. <laughs> this is I him six times. <laughs> I'm confused. Whatever. I was just happy with like Dr. It. Evil Loomis. Yeah. Yeah. I really One like that. One million nice. patients. <laughs> it Jamie should be called Halloween with lasers. <laughs> yeah. All right. The Take killer that. who shagged me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. See, this is why I have you guys. Thank you. <laughs> or you could uh, put you could you could add thing from uh, uh, Adam's family in there and called it Goldfinger. <laughs> <laughs> That's in the third one. Don't spoil. Oh, sorry, sorry, oh, no. I, I ruined it. All right, I'll go and go next. Ugh. All right, so I uh, took one of the guys from my top three list, uh, Wes Craven, and I decided to transport him into an entirely different genre. So, here's the brief synopsis of what I got. After being abandoned by her husband, depressed music teacher Roberta, played by Meryl Streep, lands a job teaching violin to underprivileged children in Harlem. Despite some initial friction from school principal Janet Williams, played by Angela Bassett, all the students and everybody else at the school, the program succeeds and begins to attract public recognition. After 10 years, however, the program is suddenly shut down following budget cuts, and Roberta, together with Williams and her former pupils, works to hold a giant fundraising concert. And it's called Music from the Heart, directed by Wes Craven. (laughs) Someone didn't do their homework. (laughs) Kind of. I'm waiting for Tom's reaction. He's in awe. That's why there's silence. He doesn't know what to say. Would you watch that, Tom? <laughs> I, to be straight up honest with you, I just walked away to go take a piss. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, sure. Yeah, I'd watch that. Okay. That <laughs> well good. played. I know exactly what good. you did. As I know exactly we what you did. Think. Well played. Well, I'm going to let should, you in on a little hint, Tom. Should we let people in on a secret? <laughs> no, we'll let, our listeners, we'll let our listeners figure it out on their own. So Cool. Cool. Well, That's done. what I got. Well, All right, done. Tom, go ahead and bring up the rear. <laughs> All right, so I kind of did this a little different. After all this Martin Scorsese versus Marvel, and now I think Frank Francis Ford Coppola with him, I would actually like to have <laughs> Martin Scorsese and Coppola have to dual direct 
a Marvel movie. Maybe the next set of Marvel movies. And they have no out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So kind of putting them into their own horror. Well, movie. can you give us a title and a synopsis? Like, I... is it called Good Avengers? Or... <laughs> is it called Joker? Yeah. <laughs> good Man. The Age of Goodfellas? The Irish Avenger? Yeah. <laughs> End Fellows. <laughs> End Fellows. <laughs> it's, called, it's called The Avengers with the lasers. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> How many movies are you transporting in You already used that joke. It ain't funny. Oh. oh I want to do something about that. Burn. Goddamn mouth, little girl. Did you hear that? Beardy McComsbeard is throwing some flames I'm not way. even sure I could say it. No, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to text your uncle okay. and ask because it could really I'm cut th- deep, buddy. I'm thick skinned. Moving on. Scar. All right. No, no, well, that's, no, no, that's actually a good segue. We'll, uh, we're going to take heal. another commercial break. While we do, we Tom's going to find out. Uh, how bad he can ruin Whiskers' nephew's life. And then when we come back, we are going to find out if Dre and Tom watched Hellraiser, and then we will get down on some bullshit games. We'll be right back. How to Pants Drop with Jason Statham. Whiskey on the rocks. Oh, hi. This is Jason Statham, my loves. I was wondering if you're an eco-friendly kind of girl. The condom in my pocket goes out of date tomorrow, so I'm thinking maybe you should help me use it. Like don't get people that get it lasered off. Like once it's off, it's who uses never lasers? I just use a. What is it with you yeah. and fucking lasers are tonight? You, are you Honestly. like building a laser in your barn or something, Tom? I use a lawnmower 2.0 from Manscaped. I don't know. I like to be able to switch it up every once in a while. You know, like I would sometimes hate to be you grow like a massive, massive bush, and sometimes you just want to <laughs> shape it down to a little like an arrow, like yeah. an arrow pointing down, <laughs> a little like, arrow. like like the so, neon sign sometimes from Sometimes you bedazzle it, yeah. like Tom's keep getting them on their toes. for No Whoa, Shave well November. Then. Fancy. <laughs> All right, guys, we're back. Disco you should, Drake. You should shave the beetle guys with the arrow pointing to your pee pee. <laughs> is what you should do. The, that would be amazing. And then get it's showtime shaved in there with an exclamation point. Under that circumstance, I will accept a dick pic from you. Anyways, we are back. Yep. So, so, all right, it is still our month of horror, so it was only fitting that last week Tom and Dre were assigned the horror masterpiece Hellraiser. So, as we said at the top of the episode, Dre enters this week with a 12 to 7 point lead over Tom for the season. So, we're about to see how seriously Tom is going to start taking this dumbass game. So, remember, the loser at the end of the season, the loser being the one with the least amount of points, must eat an entire bag of sugar-free gummy bears until they shit his or herself. (laughs) Because apparently gummy bears make you shit yourself. So the way this works, we will first ask if both Tom and Dre watched it, and then they will each have 60 seconds to share their thoughts and reviews on Hellraiser before Whisk and I pit them against each other head-to-head in a super intense, completely asinine quiz show where they will get asked three Hellraiser-related trivia questions. So Dre, did you watch Hellraiser? I did watch it. Excellent. Tom, did you watch Hellraiser? No. I did, and actually I wanted to talk about this earlier, but Clive Barker was supposed to make a remake, but they had some issues with the original actor not being in Pinhead. it. Pinhead. Pinhead. Yeah, yeah. Doug yeah, Bradley. Pinhead. 
Doug I didn't Bradley. know. I didn't know if you. Okay, were okay. No, no, no. It's not. So some, I think something like he wasn't on board with it, so they just scrapped the idea. Yeah, it's gonna. I mean, they've already done fucking what, like nine of them or something yeah. like that. So <laughs> only this. And yeah, I think it matter. was seven of them with that actor, and then they did two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without him, there was. You do need Doug Bradley in it. There was yeah. one that was released. Uh, Two or three years ago, maybe. Revelations was it? Something like that. It wasn't very. It wasn't very good. The first two are the only two. I have a giant watching. poster of that at my dad's house. I got Hellraiser. it when I was like eight. Nice. <laughs> Hellraiser's great, man. Hellraiser's good stuff. All right, Dre. You have sixty seconds. Okay. We are gonna find out what you thought about Hellraiser. Okay. Starting now. Go. I'm very conflicted with this movie. I give it a three and a half demon boxes out of five. Yeah. But I, okay, part of me really loved it and part of me hated it. Like, I I think it's a terrible movie, but it's a great movie. So the acting is really bad to me. I couldn't really follow. Ashley Lawrence the, is a saint. Continue. I yes. couldn't really follow the, God, the way the directing was. But there are so many, there are so many scenes in this movie that are just like nightmare fuel. So I really, I liked the plot. I liked those really horrific scenes but i kind of think it's a bad movie <laughs> i'm so conflicted fair enough that's why i really want to see it remade you're entitled to your opinion even if it's wrong <laughs> okay all right so tom your turn you're wrong but you're wrong three and a half's not bad i'll take that yeah i'll take that all right tom you have 60 seconds to share your thoughts and review on hellraiser starting now i thought it was really neat the effects that they did in it i also think it wasn't that great of a movie, but mm-hmm. I will get to that in a second. Um, <laughs> I was very surprised at how Pinhead wasn't the main character. Like, growing up, I'd see all the VHS mm-hmm. covers and posters, and I always had thought he was the main protagonist. It kind of disappointed me yeah. knowing that he wasn't. And it led me to give the rating of two and a half puzzle boxes. That, that was a big Sorry, problem guys. with a lot of the audience and even some of the critics back in the 80s when this movie was made they wanted more pinhead and that's the whole he's basically the whole reason that more sequels were made Mm. because they wanted more pinhead so you're you're spot on with that actually watch hellbound i actually think hellbound's better that's the second one and Mm. it's it's even more grossastic second one's mm. fun yeah, it's darker and there's a lot more pinhead. Yeah, there's more gross. There's more there's more cenobites in it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, you guys ready for some quiz action? No. <laughs> All right. So, I Tom. Stepped, I stepped it up a little bit, I think, Great. this week. Per- perfect time to step it up, Whisk. <laughs> I'm just hoping right, to answer. So, you guys each get a point. Dre's up to 13. Tom's up to 8. Whisk is going to ask you guys three Hellraiser-related trivia questions. So, Tom, if from, you want to mute from for easiest, 90 seconds. From easiest to hardest. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, I'll take them off now. All right. Oh. Okay. When Tom's ready. Okay. Hey, Dre, yeah. your time starts... Now, what is the infamous line Frank says when the Cenobites... Come to daddy. What is the infamous line (laughs) Frank says when the Cenobites have him strung up at the end of the movie? Next. Shit. Question number two. What does Larry rip his hand open on while moving furniture? A nail. Question three. Including Larry, how many men on screen... Does Julia murder slash feed to Frank to revive him? Three. Incorrect. Uh, um, Back to question one. You got 21 seconds. What is the infamous line Frank says when the Cenobites have him strung up at the very end of the movie? Um, 
god. Ten, Ten seconds. seconds. Ah! I don't. I don't know. Okay. Five, four. I got one. Three, two, <laughs> one. <laughs> okay. So she got a point. So two points on the Lost. week. Ah. Two points on the week. So Dre is up to fourteen. Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> Stepped it up a little bit this week. All right. So, Tom, Dre was only able to answer one question correctly. So she <laughs> is right. at 14 points. You are at eight. If you get all three correct, mm-hmm. you will cut the deficit down to only three points on the season. Oh, my God. You ready? <laughs> all right. Your one minute starts now. What is the infamous line Frank says when the Cenobites have him strung up at the very end of the movie? Yeah, you pass, can pass. pass, pass. You... Okay, question two. What does Larry rip his hand open on while moving furniture? A nail. Correct. Question number three. Including Larry, how many men on screen does Julia murder slash feed to Frank to revive him? Three. Oh, wait. Including him. Uh, four. Correct. Ooh, all right, Jesus, Jesus wept. Jesus wept. Jesus, Jesus wept. Is, Jesus yes. wept is the correct answer. Oh, I thought it was come to daddy. I was going to say yeah. come to daddy, but I didn't want to get it wrong. <laughs> he says he says that earlier. Yes, yes at the very yep. end Oof. when she brings back the Cenobites and they have them strung Shit. up in the in the attic. Yes. Tom, you got all four this week. Nice. Shit. On yeah. the season, Dre is 14. Tom has 11. Dre can already taste the gummy bears. <laughs> Awesome. Sugar free. That is such a dark line, too. And that yeah. when he says that thing, when he says Jesus wept. Well, it was supposed to be fuck you was supposed to be the line. They're like, uh, no. And then somebody, <laughs> I forget who it was, somebody, one of the cast members brought up Jesus wept and it just stuck. It's, it's classic. An iconic line. Yeah. I can't I, believe I, I didn't a, get that. Bonus one for you. And I uh, saw this actually on my second showing. The Asian guy in the beginning when he's giving out the mm-hmm. portal cube drawn on the wall right next to him is yeah, yeah. a three-horned dragon oh oh so i thought that was neat because the three-horned okay. dragon is what brings it back i was almost certain end. you were going to make an asian joke about my nephew yeah <laughs> same yeah. no no it's just shooting fish it's like artwork at a chinese restaurant all right <laughs> idiots although shooting fish in a barrel does sound... an asian thing to do <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they use blow darts though that's the name of a chinese restaurant around here actually fish what? in a barrel Oh, really? Yeah. Sounds stupid. All right, idiots, guess what? <laughs> it's game time. We got one called right. Fat Noodles. And now, the game show that will make you dumber. This is Bullshit Day. We got an Asian restaurant here. It's called Fat Noodles. That's also it a better, good punk band name. It better be spelled P-H-A-T. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. So you tell your no. wife on says, wedding yeah, night. Come here and get this yeah. fat noodle. <laughs> oh, of course. But noodles aren't like that. Okay. Uh, it's limp, but it finds yeah. its way inside. Yeah. All right, guys. So if you thought things were already inappropriate, then you have no clue what we are about to shove down your mouth hole because today we are playing the game He's got problems, that is solely responsible for our most inappropriate moments, gobs of intense and messy sexual tension between the gang, most lost subscribers, and this game is always guaranteed to stump drunk whisk. Today we play Fatality. Fatality. So this game is always hit and miss, but we can assure you that it will always get insane. AKA the seven word answer game. 
Yeah. Is that it? Okay. Well, we trimmed that down. So here's yeah. a very, very abridged, super fast recap of the rules for any new listeners as well as Mr. Marcus. So, so here's how the game works. Somebody kicks the game off with a noun. It can be anything. A celebrity, a movie, a random household item. You could say shovel. Then Tom will try to rattle off very long, detailed descriptions of things, but we stopped allowing that a long time ago. So after you share a noun, the next person has to come up with another noun that defeats the one previously mentioned. So if you could say ice cream, Whisker could say sun because it melts ice cream. Something like that. Fire. or Water to fire. Or a mouth to eat it. Whatever you want. Make sense? All it's right. all about defeating. Tom Tom is no longer allowed to say things like Tommy Chung's insatiable hunger because we have a three-word rule now. Because it's a ridiculous answer. Game. It is. So the round ends when we reach a noun that somebody cannot defeat. That will be a fatality. Each person has 10 seconds to come up with the noun, and if they run out of time, again, it's over. It is a fatality. Make sense? You want to play? Yarp. I guess. You're going to start. Fatality. All right. So you can pick Let's anything. kick it off, Marcus. Round one of three. Any noun that you want. Can it be like a person then? Sure. Yeah, right. say what you want, man. Do you know what a noun is? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, he got offended. He's Asian, bro. Snap. Sorry. Okay. Ready? Go. Michael Myers. Michael Myers. I will say. Did we do this once before? No. Uh oh. Because now I can say. Jamie Lynn Curtis. <laughs> I told you. All fucking show. I'm doing this. <sighs> Jamie Lynn Curtis. Jamie Lynn Curtis. Say it. Uh, Jamie Lynn Curtis is defeated by the stripper pole from True Lies because okay. she falls off. Of well it. played, well played. <laughs> so Jerry, stripper pole. My to you. turn. Stripper pole. Okay. Unbutton. Something you're very familiar with. My favorite um, thing is the, the French recorder that he had. Unbutton your blouse. Um, <laughs> that was a mess up scene. That was so precious. Dance. What? Precious. <laughs> based on the novel Push by based Sapphire. Based on the novel Push by Sapphire. <laughs> so. Wait, she's a stripper in that? No, but if she got on a stripper pole, she's so big it would oh. break. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So Gabriel Citadel or G- what was her name? Gabori Citadel. Citadel? Oh, I thought Cinnabon? it was a, I th- Well, she is a city, so I figured Citadel made sense. <laughs> All right, Christ. so uh, precious to you, Marcus. <laughs> no, it's to Tom. It's to Tom. Oh, Tom, precious to you. You got to defeat precious based on the novel Push by Sapphire. <laughs> I would have no clue what to uh, say, man. The police. <laughs> Oh, I've never seen it. Do the the, the police defeat? No, her? I've never seen it police either. Just, like, <laughs> police can stop the abuse. Oh happens. Jesus Christ! No, <laughs> we'll allow it. Marcus, the police to you. What defeats the police? And yes, you can even include the band, the police, if you want. <laughs> I was thinking more of the NWA song, but okay. Okay. Oh, you can say oh, NWA. Yeah, that's perfect. All right, NWA. There we go. <laughs> Marcus says, "Fuck the police." Okay. Well, Coming straight from the underground. Since he- <laughs> all right, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Damn, Marcus, but you're so good. But he doesn't know who Dane Cook is. Yeah. I don't know who Dane Cook is, but I throw down on some Easy E. Right. Speaking That's of Easy E, since Easy E was an NWA, I'll say AIDS. Mm. <laughs> Aw, don't do that. That yeah. made me cry. Um, Sorry about that, Easy. Not so Easy Oh, I know who defeats AIDS. Magic Johnson. Oh, sure. my God. <laughs> what about a Charlie Sheen? All right, Magic Johnson oh, to you, Dre. Um, bad knees. You can't say AIDS. Bad knees. <laughs> Judges? Um, I don't think his knees are bad. He plays in... (laughs) I'll I'll vote you. Quick. We have five seconds. You guys decide. Do we allow bad knees? Uh, Just no. I'm on a roll. (laughs) All right, Tom. Bad knees to you. Oh, I said no. We don't have to count it. I'm on a losing streak. Bad knees? Yeah. Knee braces. Knee braces. Okay. Knee braces to you, Marcus. Knee braces? Knee braces. 
That's starting to get a little hard now, huh? That's what she what? said. Calm down, Nate. Wow. The wedding's over. <laughs> what? Legs work? Can, no. Well, no. How does a leg defeat a knee brace? Unless... <gasps> I have something, but I can't share. <laughs> I like how you get Clearly. shy about it. <gasps> I have something, but I can't I'm just going to share because I want to yeah. give it to your yeah. uncle. Uh, young Forrest Gump. I was going to say that. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, young Forrest Gump. Uh, I'll say intelligence. <laughs> defeats young Forrest Gump. Um... I mean, or Gen A, whatever one you want to do. <laughs> Make me a bird so I can fly far, Please far, don't. far away yeah. from here. Stupid uh, is what it? Stupid intelligence? Well, don't use that because then we're going to roll right on back to AIDS. Does Stephen Hawking <laughs> defeat intelligence? Because he's yeah. smarter than everyone? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, That'll Stephen work. Hawking to you, Dre. You could say speech. You could say mobility. A 5K? You <laughs> say sucks. 5K? A 5K. A 5K. Right, Tom, a 5K defeats Stephen Hawking. 5K to you. Let's speed this up. Five second answers now. Powerful battery. I mean... Rechargeable battery. What? Like a 5K race? <laughs> We're talking about running a 5K. Running. Running a 5K. Sorry. No, running said, a 5K. What did you think we said? Well, no. She said that Stephen Hawking was... His battery died. No? No. Does somebody have a charge? 5K race. He's, uh, 5K he's, race. He's uh, dead Firecracker. Now. Because... The Boston a firecracker. race. There's... Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, oh firecracker to you, Mark. <laughs> firecracker? Couldn't I say, like. You can say whatever. Explode? You're... No. Wait, no. no. There's an easy uh, answer. That's what a firecracker does. Yeah. Three seconds, you got an easy answer in front of you. Firecracker. Don't give Tom the point. Two. Fr- one. Frick. Okay. Fatality. Uh, all right, Tom, you get the point. Kick off round two. Oh, jeez. Let's go with Hellraiser. Uh, what would destroy a Cenobite? So you're saying Cenobite? Cenobun, Cenobit. What would destroy a Cenobite? Okay. What destroys There's a an Cenobite? easy answer for this. Come on, Marcus. You've seen them all. No. Wrong. The puzzle box. Okay. All right. Puzzle box to you, Whisk. I will say... Oh, Ashley Lawrence. She defeats the puzzle box. So I'll say Ashley Lawrence, a.k.a. Christy. Yeah, Christy. <sighs> Ashley Christy Lawrence. What defeats her? Um, Nothing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't know anything else she's been in. Neither <laughs> uh, <laughs> do I. All right. Whisk right. gets a point. All yeah, right. Tom's got one. Whisk has one. All right, we need one of you gentlemen to win so this doesn't get awkward at the end and I have to choose a winner. All right, Wes, kick it off. Round three, final round. Beer belly. <laughs> uh, bulimia. Okay. Bulimia to you, Dre. Um, rehab. There's rehab for bulimia? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, they got a rehab for yes. everything. There's rehab for everything, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I missed out on that calling. All right, Tom, uh, rehab to you. Uh, <laughs> the ice cream, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No, you went to rehab for bulimia. You get out of there, and the ice cream man's waiting there to get you. <laughs> it's, it's like having a Dunkin' Donuts by a Weight Watchers clinic. <laughs> like he's the killer. Like, he's just the good funny. humor man. He's wearing like the milkman outfit. I've got a drumstick for you. I know y'all just got out, but you want some ice cream? <laughs> got a firecracker popsicle. Just don't take it to a 5K. All right, all right, ice cream Mandy. 
I got the ice cream that looks like SpongeBob, but when you open it, it doesn't look like SpongeBob because it's melted. I can relate to that. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, you don't look like SpongeBob. No. Be getting you look the like ice cream. SpongeBob? They have no. They have those uh, melted ice cream. Spongebob okay. things and I got that. Marcus, you should All put right. that on your Tinder profile. I look like melted Spongebob. <laughs> <laughs> that would get everybody. No, don't I? That's okay. like uh, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Defeating an ice cream man? Yeah. I don't even know what the answer to this. Neither do I. <laughs> Please, Tom's going to win fatalities. <laughs> Tom's going to win fatalities. He's so simple. <laughs> Tom just chimes in. There's a really easy answer, y'all. Fucking oh, simple. Oh, uh, winter. No. What? <laughs> Tom says, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no. Tom throws up a block combo on that fatality. No, winter happens in Florida, and the ice cream man's still there. <laughs> this is Illinois, Bod. <laughs> yeah. Tom wants to win yeah. badly. <laughs> All right, what do you got, Marcus? Anything else? We'll give it to Tom. Yeah, give Fine. it to Tom. Good for you, Tom. Bro- broken AC unit. No Freon. Low Freon. <laughs> you lack suck. Of, <laughs> lack of Freon defeats the ice cream man. <laughs> I was hoping winter would get past long so I could say Mr. Freeze. So, <laughs> everybody chill. Mr. Freeze. All right. All right. So not only did we let Tom win fatality, we let him win with Ice Cream Man. Mm-hmm. All right. Wow. Excellent. All right, Tom. Congratulations. You have won fatality this week. Stupid. Very. I can agree. Wear it like a badge of honor. Dare I say one of the points I just got goes to the Gummy Bear Challenge? No, uh, no, absolutely not. Let's not, not. get crazy. Nice try. Uh, yeah, you, let's not get ridiculous. N- nice I, try, I actually, Fatty. <laughs> I, I, have, I have one for you, Whisk. I guess everyone can answer this. In the movie Hellraiser, oh they had stained glass windows. What it's was a on tulip, those windows? Dick. We know you watched the movie. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not, not sure. Not going to lie. False, Dre. It is not a tulip. It is a red rose. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> what is the flower that is on the television? Carnation. All right. See, you do know your flowers. Yes. Just not when they're on stained glass windows. <laughs> Are these the types of jokes that Dane Cook tells on his new tour? These aren't jokes. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I get it. Yeah. Full circle. <laughs> Trying to say he's not funny. Yeah. Full circle. I guess I swung and missed like his career. All right, guys. That's all we got this week for the Bullshit Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Again, best way to support the show, let us know that you like us and that you are listening. Make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or subscribe wherever else you like to listen to our show. Uh, If you want to follow us and check out some of the nonsense we put out on social media, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Bullshit Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Bullshit Pod. Or if you're just really dumb and super high or drunk right now during the show and you don't know where else to go, just go to our website, evenmorebullshit.com. That will link you out to wherever you can check us out. Please remember to tune in next week. We have new episodes every Thursday. We will be concluding our month of horror here with our final episode on Halloween Day. So we will see everybody next week. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to the Bullshit Podcast. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Bullshit Podcast. And for more nonsense, visit evenmorebullshit.com. They they drop a lot That's of true. jokes, and it doesn't matter what race yeah, they are. Yeah, we just rip on everybody. We're equal opportunity uh, offenders, so... Exactly. Equal opportunity rippers. I just don't care. I don't care who I make fun of. Leave no race behind.